This upcoming podcast is rated M for Mature. We use swearsies and talk about adult stuff. All contents herein are for entertainment purposes only, and all stated opinions, views, and jokes are those of the person making them and should not be taken as any sort of gospel. Listener discretion is advised. Hey, everybody. You're listening to the Utah Outcast, a show that attempts to tackle reality with a little bit of humor and uh, share some of what it's like living in Utah's premier theocracy here on Pioneer Day as we were recording this. It's going to be a couple of days later from beyond that, but you, you get the gist of it. If you've been around long enough, you know what it is, but if you're not, uh, if you're new to this, hi, welcome to uh, Utah where they celebrate Mormons taking over places that were already settled since 1847. Right, right. Thank God no one lives here. Excuse me. (laughs) Excuse me. (laughs) This is episode number 390, and we're so glad to have you along for the ride. I'm your host, X, and joining me this week is Kyle. Hi, Kyle. How you doing? Hi. Find us on Twitch every Saturday, 8 p.m. Mountain Time, as what we are currently doing right now. This is being recorded for people in the future. If you wanted to catch us live, you better fucking do that. (laughs) I should hope it's being recorded for people in the future, because it'd be real fucking awkward and weird if we were recording this for people in the past. (laughs) Well, I I mean, we've had some people that have supported us long enough. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure we've had one or two keel keel over, and we still get their credit card charged every month without them listening. (laughs) Sure. Joe, you sure. okay out there? <laughs> I'm messing with you, man. I'm giving you a hard time. <laughs> Find the new YouTube channel. at uh, out, It's at Utah Outcast Official is what it's listed as. Uh, YouTube.com slash Utah Outcast Official. Uh, what's been going on with uh, you this week, Kyle? Anything anything you want to bring up that's been going on? Oh, I went back to therapy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. And I... Yeah. <laughs> okay. For, for people that don't... That aren't always online like I am... Mm. Kyle, Kyle made a tweet yesterday, which was funny, <laughs> sweet at the same time. But he's like, hey, I just started therapy again. And what was it they were saying about you? You need to. What's the term that they give you that you need to well, do more uh, of? Aff- affirmations. Oh, there you Self-affirmations. Go. Like, you know, it, it, it's basically the whole exercise of be nice to yourself. Mm. It's ridiculous. <laughs> like, I get it. I I get the logic behind it. <laughs> I absolutely do. I can't. I cannot take myself so seriously <laughs> that you know it. And it's not even like look yourself in the mirror every day and tell yourself you're good enough. <laughs> Go keep going. <laughs> uh, no, because because that's it's a trademark and we'll get sued. I don't want to. No, I can't do it. I can't. I cannot do it. And, and it's not. I can't even do like. Hey, just write it down and just keep a notebook. Write down. You know. Hey, you did good today. <laughs> I did good. I'm fine. I woke up on time. I didn't snooze my alarm. I Wait, that's something we're supposed to strive toward. <laughs> fuck. Fuck no. I can't do it. So it's... how about we just stop this work bullshit altogether? <laughs> that, would be nice. that would cause that would right. solve so many right. people's problems. Right. So it's I'm supposed to do these exercises. <laughs> okay. Uh, it's it's yes. It's just a a standard part of yeah. 
So I'm just gonna do it. I'm just gonna do. I'm just gonna do it on the on the the Twitter on the bird the bird site the, the bird app the bird app. <laughs> and so I, not missing a beat. That tweet came out, <laughs> and I just decided to pile on. But I was like, oh, should I? <laughs> well, I almost. And, I almost, I almost, I almost replied and said, yeah, I'm probably going to give this up in six weeks, too. <laughs> it's just because. Because I was going to be like, do it, Kyle, because you're good enough and you're smart enough. And I was going to do it. And I was going to. And I did use a Stuart Smalley gift. You did. You did. <laughs> because I don't have and any fucking funny moment in my body. And I didn't take the bait. <laughs> I did not take the bait. <laughs> I, I mean, I, it took. I, I had, it took everything. In it you. took everything. In me. I deleted three drafts of responses that were that were way too personal. Way too, way too, way too good. Way too personal. But but no, it's what I'm gonna. It's a. You know what? Because I can't take myself that seriously. No, that's my problem. It's. it's I think it's funny. So all of my. Like my notebook of, you know, self affirmations, because yeah. uh surprise, this is not the first time I've done therapy. I have a notebook of affirmations. I, I have all of this shit. I this is not new. <laughs> the part of me would be like, why do I need to write these down? I already did this before. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. Copy Just change paste. the day. Change the day. <laughs> look, uh, look, Doc, I did it. No. <laughs> I all ain't good. The, all of the things I write down. <laughs> There, I'm an asshole to myself. Okay, that is, one that is part of the problem, and two, I do be nice. I do some self affirmations. Great. I I didn't totally fuck shit up on this. Like, what do you want? I I didn't drink the whole twelve pack. <laughs> I only drank half the bottle of whiskey today. I that's I, me like every Friday night. <laughs> I ordered a pizza instead of cooking dinner. The kids ate food. Ta-da. They're going to Dad live of another the day. fucking year. That's so, But you no, know what? That's that is better than most dads. That's the fucked up thing. <laughs> exactly. I, I, but it's it's still like what? I'm not terrible. <laughs> But I'm also too little hard on myself sometimes, and then I'm an asshole Man. to myself. So you know what? I'm gonna I'll, I'll put it out there. I'll just put them out there on Twitter because one maybe, doesn't matter. Maybe it makes somebody else laugh and gives somebody else a chuckle. Mm -hmm. Maybe it holds me a little more accountable, and it feels a little less ridiculous to be shouting it to a random audience, an internet full of strangers. Yep. And some people I know, as opposed to just doing it to myself. <laughs> so I'm, I'm, I'm it's, doing. It's less I'm do, onanism. I'm doing, I'm doing the public <laughs> masturbation instead of the private <sighs> masturbation, in, in in hopes of some attention. That's that's what I'm. That's what I'm doing. So yeah, go follow um, Kyle at Kyle J. Steenblick. <laughs> <laughs> yes, come on. Give yeah. him some praise for his self affirmations. Give me, give me some. Give me some praise and positive feedback. Yeah, tell Kyle what he's not. <laughs> <laughs> please, you're do. not a murderer, Kyle, that I know of. Period. Please, <laughs> sin. <laughs> please, 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 please make sure you include not that I know of. <laughs>
Well, you never know. This could be brought up in a court one day, <laughs> as we've seen with the fucking Donald Trump Jane Six Committee. <laughs> if you if you have potential knowledge of any of the crimes I may have allegedly committed, I'll get to you in a little bit. Please, please, just, just don't put it on the thing, and then we don't have to have an awkward conversation. And I don't have to. I don't have to stand over your corpse and figure out what I'm going to do with it. (laughs) I don't have to pretend like I don't have to pretend like I don't know what you're talking about. And maybe it was just a joke and you don't really know anything. And then we have that awkward moment where it's like, it's it's a joke, right? Oh, wait, I thought you were serious. (laughs) (laughs) Good. Funny. It's it's exactly like that one time when at our job, somebody came me and my me and my job when you were over talking to me about something this guy comes over and he's like hey i listened to your guys' newest episode and you what? guys were talking about it. i'm like i don't know what you're nope. talking about i have absolutely zero clue what it is that you're bringing up right now nope you know nope. the show that you've done for 7 years nope I, nope not us shut the fuck up Alan. <laughs> <laughs> Can I talk to you in private for a second? <laughs> that's a that's an outside conversation. That is not past that door conversation. <laughs> past that door, it's it's Mister Blank. <laughs> that is outside conversation. We don't know what you're talking about. So yes, uh, please uh, don't 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 make the jokes about potential crimes that I may or. <laughs> possibly ever committed uh don't give don't give the police agencies probable cause (laughs) that goes for everything in your daily life guys don't make me don't make me wonder if it's just a joke and a lucky guess (laughs) but i i don't fuck how do you find out like fuck (laughs) though i do i do like the tweet you sent out before we did the show today where you're like hey that cringy thing that you did 19 years ago that your brain keeps popping up with every once in a while (laughs) nobody else remembers that it's like yeah you can let that go (laughs) or you can just fucking own it because it was actually fucking hilarious if you tell the story right that's what this show is learn to tell the story right (laughs) it's all about that you know pain that you had previously (laughs) that you've turned into something funny because it's comedy Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah tragedy plus time right isn't that what the the formula yeah (laughs) <laughs> like finding out this week that Alex Jones had what the fuck is his name Joe Rogan on his show on 9-11 it's like what the fuck I've been listening to in, uh, Knowledge Fight way too oh. much guys <laughs> they're going back and listening to, to Alex Jones on 9-11 because they haven't done that episode before and it's fucking wild it's five hours of shit you're like how the fuck is this person still doing anything today <laughs> I'm, I'm assuming the format hasn't changed changed much no it, and then the guys on the show to call him out for that because they're like it's the same shit that he's always been doing somebody called in earlier and made a question about something that they saw and then three hours later it's a well the world's most renowned expert on blah 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 says that it was this you know like nope right. <laughs> nope that's not how that works man uh anyway so let's see what have I been up to this week. I had something interesting happen at work, and it was a um, obviously from somebody that does not have children. And you could always spot these people, <laughs> but because they drive, you know, 
new cars and no no not even it was just something they said you know okay here to give you guys an mm-hmm. idea of what's been going on it's summertime and yeah i am i've been going to lagoon i'm fucking done with lagoon man i don't think i'm ever <laughs> i don't think i'm gonna go again right Local, I just, local amusement park. Local amusement park, everybody. Where you get like a season passport for fair, used to be fairly cheap. <laughs> Compar- Not so much anymore. But. Uh, yeah, I mean, comparatively speaking, you know, if, if you're, if you're going to go multiple times. Yeah. And it's, and, to yeah. me, it's, just, it's viewed as like going to an expensive playground is all it really is. Essentially. Yes. And anyway so we've been going to the swimming pool more often mm-hmm. because it's it's closer and they've got slides and diving boards and i can get in the fucking water and just cool the fuck down it's summertime it's hot sure yeah anyway so the couple of days that i've taken my kids to go swimming uh we get there at like noon and i'm not just gonna leave at like two o'clock when i need to go to work i'm like i don't i don't care enough about my job for me to be there on time and so I'll send a message to my boss and to my coworkers, like running late, be in at like four o'clock or five o'clock. Mm-hmm. And so we were having this discussion. It was like a team meeting kind of thing. And I'm the I'm the boss. So I have to, you know, guide the conversations and everything. We're having just a chat. And I said, yeah, sorry about being in late. I, I wanted to be at work about this time, but I got in much later because my kids wanted to have someone come swim with them. They wanted one of their friends from school to come with them. And their friend kept doing the whole, I'll be there soon. I'll be there in a little bit. I'll be there in a a while, you know, and it goes from like noon. It's one o'clock. It's two o'clock. And we were planning on leaving at like three o'clock. The friend doesn't show up until like after three. Oh, yeah. And I'm not going to be that guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Where I'm like, we need to go now, Mm -hmm. you know. I was like, fuck it. Just just play. I don't care. Have fun. You know, we're going to leave at four now. That's fine. Right. And homeboy. Like at work is like, well, why did you do that? And I'm like, because I wanted my kids to hang out with one of their friends. Well, it's it it's not it's the the kids shouldn't be the ones that are sh- the held up to that. You know, the the kid was late. You should have just left. And I was like, the fuck? They wanted to play with their friend, dude. And <laughs> this guy, well, what? Yeah. this guy's on the spectrum somehow. I don't know where he is and what. And it's I probably rude for me to suggest this, but he does not talk to people normally. You know. This is just one of those, he didn't quite get it kind of things. And he's like, well, you need to show kids guidance and you need to show them that there's punishments and rules and stuff like this. And I'm like, we're talking about hanging out at a swimming pool for an extra hour. Okay. (laughs) He does. He does realize that you're you're talking about kids. This kid cannot get himself to the pool in the amusement park. (laughs) It relies on, it relies on a parent. Right. So the kid was late because the parent was running late. Yeah, and this this and was why just why was the parent running late? We don't know because we don't bother to fucking ask because it's none of our fucking business. Yeah, I'm not going to bring up like why are you late? What's going on? Be like, okay, they're here. Cool, hang out, have fun. They have sh- people have shit going on. And you, you know what? You know what I ended just, up doing? I ended up reading my book a little bit longer. Yeah. Oh fucking no! <laughs> Chill the fuck out. Anyway, God so dude, damn. dude was like going off, and and I was like. I was like, dude, do you have any kids? Do you have kids? And he's like, no, not that I know of. And I'm like, okay, that's good. Because obviously you don't know how this works. And I kind of had to like dad explain shit to a guy that doesn't have mm-hmm. kids and probably never will have kids because he's too <laughs> fucking selfish to understand this shit. <laughs> but anyway, we were sitting there and I was like, you know, 
you have a choice when you have kids. And I was being condescending as fuck to this guy. I was being really condescending. I'm like, you can be the guy that you think you should be, like I like you just said right there. Or you can be the dad that you always wished you had when you were growing up. I choose to do it that way because I don't want my kids to grow up going, man, fuck that guy. What an asshole, you know, <laughs> like I do. Like my old man is like fucking 60 something. He's got time and shit. And like I put it out there to him like, hey, dad, you want to go play some golf? I don't know how to play quite so well. Can you show me some stuff? Never calls me back, you know, kind of, kind of thing. <laughs> hey, there's a movie coming out. Would you like to go see it? Maybe that sounds like it'd be fun. Never calls me back. And it's like, I'm at that age now where it's like, he he was worried as fuck when we were growing up that he was going to be the dad from the fucking uh, Cat Stevens song or what was it? The Cats in the Cradle. In the, yeah. Mm -hmm. He's afraid that I was going to turn out to be that kid. But he's fucking put himself there. <laughs> he's put himself into the part where he's like, you know, I don't have time for it. Like, motherfucker, you got like a good... 10 years left, according to family genealogy about who dies at what age, <laughs> you're going to fucking miss out just from like hanging out with your new wife that has parrots. You know, that's fine. You can hang out with the parrots. Maybe they're better company than I am. <laughs> <sighs> but I was I just had to tell this guy, fuck you. <laughs> I wanted to say that to him on the phone. I wanted to just be straight up. You're from Pennsylvania. I can talk to you this way. Go fuck yourself. You know? <laughs> <laughs> But the Mormons that I work with would not be happy about that. Me saying that to a fellow coworker, nor would other people that are in HR be okay with me saying something like that. Oh, it was just wild to me that the guy was like, you should have just left. Why? And I wanted to be like, I don't give a shit about this job enough to fucking, you know, ruin the fun that I'm having or my kids are having. Oh, no, I needed to be at work an hour earlier for fucking what? To sit here while you guys say what you're doing at the shift, if there's something you need my help for, you know? Well, what I think is hilarious is, okay, follow through with that logic. <laughs> this kid is going to the pool. Yeah. In an amusement park to meet up with your kids. Mm -hmm. That is the reason he's going. Yeah. If you leave before he gets there, he shows up. Where are my friends? Where are my friends? And that's going to fuck up that and whole friendship. And now he's there alone. Yep. No, no. Some people don't think that way. <laughs> <laughs> so sorry. Sorry for getting really weird there, but it's just like I I, you brought up dad of the year. That's the way you brought up. There. It's like I'm not trying to win any awards. I'm not trying to be fucking best dad on the planet. I'm just trying to be there yeah. because I didn't have that growing up. I didn't have the old man hanging out. I didn't have the old man there. He was too busy trying to pick up side women and driving, <laughs> driving me to the fucking bar giving me enough quarters to play games in the arcade while he's picking up tail, you know, some fucking stupid shit that my old man went through. <laughs> it's just, it's that that's not like, I'm going to drag you fishing. How about you do something? I like you used to like playing Nintendo, you know? Nope. Not anymore. As I, I'm, I'm thrilled. My kids like include you. <laughs> no, they, they just want to like, Hey, let's, let's play, let's play a game. Great. Yeah. Uh, let's, Wait, that's just Minecraft together. Mm -hmm. Um, and we can do it from separate bedrooms. Awesome. <laughs> you're in you're in your room. I'm in my room. We don't actually have to like we're just playing computer games with each other. Mm -hmm. You know. Remotely. At least spending time with one another. Even if it's sure. remotely, you're still hanging out in the same area, you mm -hmm. know? Yeah. <sighs> 
just I, I can't that stand or, condescending that, assholes. That or we but. just you know the game we play the game of of who gets to control the Steam account. <laughs> <laughs> Don't no. look in that folder. Nope. Nope. <laughs> nope. I'm gonna I'm gonna kick you off of your game because I'm gonna play mine. Like <laughs> fuck you. I'm gonna kick you off the game because I'm gonna play mine. And that goes back and forth <laughs> until somebody finally says one of us has to be in offline mode. Okay. If we're both going to play, <laughs> one of us has to be in offline mode. I was playing first. <laughs> you go in offline mode. Your game will sync up after. Like, but I want to play this game and it has to be online. Play a different game. <laughs> like, why do you want to play that? little? Oh, because I was going to play with my other friend. Fuck. Fine. <laughs> <sighs> Speaking of which, can't, I found I found a game that snuck through my Steam library, like sifting that I was trying to make sure all the adult games were out of there. Uh, there was one where I didn't know it came with this bundle that I bought, uh-huh. and it's not even a hentai game; it's just straight up like a American porn game, and it, it's it's like a point and click adventure kind of stuff, uh-huh. but it's like it's exploration, so it's like amnesia that game. But it's it's I I didn't even know it was a horror like it was it's supposed to, it feels like a horror game. But like I'm walking into this room and there's like a chair that has stirrups with the machine that does the thing going up and down. And there's there's an actual dildo on it. I'm like, oh, hey, I didn't expect to see that in this game. What the fuck am I playing? (laughs) I'll have to bring it up on Steam and show you a little bit. (laughs) It was it was wild. I played about 10 minutes of it. and I'm like, this is dumb. (laughs) So it's it's a horror game. It's like a horror porn game. But so it's a horror game. Horror game. Yes. There okay. you go. I get you there. I, I, I got there. I got there. <laughs> uh, uh, let's see. We don't have any new patrons, so we don't need to play any drops for anybody. So I'm just not even going to. Too bad. Too bad. You yeah. don't get any drops this week. That's all on you people for not which supporting is, us. Which harder. is which is a shame because we collected we we collected some some good ones. Yep. We're working on it beforehand and I'm going to get a bunch more. So <laughs> I just forgot to do it this week. I've been too busy trying to catch up on shows yeah. that I've been really meaning to see. The uh the Orville finished, which was great. I'm not going to go into it. Oh, it's but it, that was so a good episode, good. man. It's so good though. It got so Oh, wait, good. was that the was that the finale for the season? No. I no, think, I don't think so. I I think they're going to go with a couple I more. I don't I don't know. I don't know, but I, them getting off I, Fox was a fantastic idea. <laughs> I hope I hope they I hope there's more episodes. I really, really hope there's more episodes because it is, it is some of the best sci-fi TV out there. Oh, it's just a, it's a bad copy of Star Wars or not Star Wars, Star Trek. So, <laughs> yeah, there's there's like exploration military groups in the future and it's, everything, you know. It's not a secret. <laughs> Like it is literally not a secret. If what? when you when you watch the it is not a secret where the inspiration came from. <laughs> there are there have been many episodes that are essentially direct copies of old Star Trek or, or next you know, original series uh, episodes or next generation episodes in which next generation episode copies some stories from the original series. Yep. They copied some stories directly, <laughs> not to rip it off, but because everybody making the show adored Star Trek. Yep. One of Seth MacFarlane's very first film projects mm-hmm. was a Star Trek fan film. <laughs> he has been, this is, 
It's just wild to me, like, because I remember seeing him on, like, the remake of the Flintstones on Cartoon Network in the 90s. Yeah. And, like, that guy is now. <laughs> yeah, he worked for fucking, fucking multi, multi, multi millionaire. Yes, you the know? guy who wrote several episodes of Johnny Bravo and Dexter's <laughs> Laboratory. <sighs> <sighs> it's so crazy to me. <laughs> I People have good weird, for him, though. Man. People have weird career trajectories. And <laughs> he, he's except Stephen Root. Stephen Root has had a pretty fucking good working career his entire life. I wasn't thinking about it until someone brought him up this week. And I'm like, fuck, he's been in everything. <laughs> <laughs> and he's gotten better, <laughs> even yeah. better. My wife was saying that earlier today that she hates John Larroquette. Not John, not John Larroquette. The uh, shit, uh, the guy that was in Third Rock from the Sun and John um, Lithgow. John Lithgow. And I'm like, how do you hate John Lithgow? He's one of the best fucking actors we have working right now. <laughs> She's like, I just don't like him. Because <laughs> we were, I can't remember what? what show we were talking about. And she's like, I just don't like him. I'm like, from Buck, he was the only reason to watch Buckaroo Banzai. I'm, I'm sorry, <laughs> but he's the only reason to watch that piece of shit. <laughs> I. I didn't. I was. You didn't not, disagree. <laughs> I was not aware that there was any reason to watch Buckaroo Panzai. It's wild to me that people defend that movie so vehemently, and I'm like, it's not a good movie. It's not good. Oh God! Look up Peter Weller right now. It is. He does not look like he's long for this world, <laughs> man. He looks like George Burns. <laughs> he looks terrible, I, man. <laughs> she really doesn't like. John Lithgow. Yeah, and I'm like, what's wrong with him? Like, he was great in Harry and the Hendersons. He was great in Dexter. Every TV he show he's ever been on, he's terrifying good. in Dexter. Yeah, <laughs> as his dad. She, he was. Um, he was great in the Manhattan Project. He, he was, was. He was fucking Yoda. He was Yoda for fuck's sake. <laughs> he was Yoda. In the the when they when they redid uh, Star Wars and Empire Strikes Back and all as a, a radio drama. Oh, okay, okay, I he, didn't know that. Yeah, he 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 did the voice of Yoda. <laughs> Arguably not a great voice, but he did it. Yeah, it was good. I I was just floored by that, and I was like, I brought up IMDb. I'm like, let's go through his fucking whole movie career and let's talk about this. Sure, he's had some not good films, but he's yeah. I mean, he's good. Like, I'll forgive him for Santa I, Claus. There are plenty of things to forgive him for. That was like, uh, okay. That was a fine movie. It was just stupid. <laughs> it was an '80s fucking Christmas movie. What the fuck do you want? Yeah, there's only there's only so much you can do with <laughs> bullshit made up stories. <laughs> <laughs> there's only so much. Sure, forgiveness for general forgiveness for uh, any films made in the '80s. How about that? Okay, Footloose. <laughs> Footloose is a national fucking treasure. Don't you dare. I still have yet to subject my kids to that one. That's true. I haven't. I haven't either. I need to. Though, oh, in so honor of so many films I need to start, I need to start subjecting my kids to. I made my son watch Total Recall. Oh, no. The Schwarzenegger. Yeah. Oh. Wait, wasn't that directed by Cronenberg? I can't remember. It might have been. Because <laughs> that would explain the fucking body horror I can't remember. stuff that he had in there. I'm going to look that up real I, quick. I, I cannot remember. <laughs> uh, but, oh, man, it was. Uh, yeah, I just, like, handed him like the, the book, the binder. I've got all my I've got all my old, you know, Blu-rays and, and DVDs and in, in binders <laughs> with three rings because I had to. 
I, I didn't. Oh, it was Paul Verhoeven. Okay, oh, that okay. explains it too. <laughs> yeah, I just handed him the binders and I said, "Start watching movies, man. Like you're 14 years old. There is nothing in here you can't watch. There's like there are going to be some things you probably aren't going to like. Right. But <laughs> I did that with my kid earlier. I let her watch the first episode of Solar Opposites. Oh God. I mean, she's she's. Uh, she's 13, but she's mature enough in her brain that I know she can mm-hmm. handle a couple of fuck words going, being thrown around, right? Yeah. And so we're watching it, and like, it's violent, it's gross, and there's the word fuck thrown around a whole bunch, and she's just laughing her ass off about it. And I'm like, great. <laughs> but as soon as the, the garage door opened, we hurried and turned that off, <laughs> because my <laughs> wife would not agree. <laughs> I am going to turn my kids into adults, whether they want my wife wants them to be or not. <laughs> but we also watched like the uh, we were watching the intergalactic cable episode of uh, Rick and Morty, the one where Summer found out that in every oh, yeah, every universe yeah. where the parents are successful, she's an abortion. <laughs> yeah. And so it's like adult topics yeah. and I'm letting her watch it and I'm like, fuck, I don't care. You know, if she has questions about it, she could talk to me about it, you know? Oh, God. Um, <laughs> she's like, that's not the way you and mom, you and mom are. You? I'm like, no, we, we aim to have you. Speaking, <laughs> speaking of, of abortions. Yeah. Um, did you happen to hear what the Matt Gates said at the little TPUSA convention? No, because I saw their little WWE stage entrance bullshit that they had going on where I'm like, the, the star fuckery so, and, oh, it's, and politi- and the fucking political teams bullshit is gone way too fucking far, man. There, there has been a, there has been a lot of fuckery, a lot of fuckery. Like, so, they're going to start having trading cards for conservatives, you know? So, Fucking coming, weird. coming from, coming from Matt Gaetz, mm-hmm. uh, he, oh God, I cannot remember the exact way he phrased <laughs> it, but it, it was, it's essentially, why are all the people who are so concerned about abortion, why do they look like people that would never be inseminated anyway? Nobody wants to inseminate someone that looks like a toe. Hey, hey, Matt, <laughs> you look like butthead. Are you, do you live in a world devoid of mirrors? <laughs> and also, ugly people fuck all the time, you, man. No shit. <laughs> I you fuck should. as often as I possibly can. <laughs> Again, do you live in a world devoid of mirrors? Right. You should know ugly people get fucked. Wait, who's the guy that had to pay for it all the time? You know? Yeah. I mean, okay, technically you're paying for it one way or the other, but I'm just saying I didn't have to pay below 18 year olds to be friends with me so i could potentially drug them up and fuck you know i'm just saying just saying um i managed to get relationships and spend time with them enjoying their company <laughs> yeah i don't know if i would say pay i don't i don't know if i'd say paid for but i there have been exchanges of goods <laughs> you know yeah there may have been a, there may have been a, a, a blowjob in exchange for goods <laughs> I mean, it's just head. <laughs> yeah, that's not going to get anybody pregnant. <laughs> no, not even in space. <laughs> no. no, there was. Well, I mean, in this case, there was absolutely no chance of pregnancy. But that was just a biological impossibility. <laughs> 
Hi, I'm Amy with a Y, and I live in Minnesota. And I'm Amy with an I, and I live in Texas. And we're the hosts of Secular Soup, where each week we offer up a bowl of real talk about atheism, feminism, politics, parenting, and whatever else we want to talk about because it's our podcast. Just listen to what these random dudes are saying about our show. They used to have that cartoon, Daria. This is what would happen if Daria and Jane grew up and started a podcast. So if you like extremely foul-mouthed ladies with opinions, this is the podcast for you. You can find us wherever fine podcasts are sold, and you can join us on all the social medias. Just search for Secular Soup Podcast in the Google machine. Take it from your old friend, Eli Bosnick. Grab a bowl and taste the magic. Slurp even this. I have come to the conclusion that one useless man is called a disgrace, that two are called a law firm, and that three or more become a congress. And by God, I have had this Congress. For 10 years, King George and his parliament have gull-cullied and diddled these colonies with their illegal taxes, stamp acts, Townsend acts, sugar acts, tea acts. And when we dared stand up like men, they have stopped our trade, seized our ships, blockaded our ports, burned our towns, and spilled our blood. And still, this Congress refuses to grant any of my proposals on independence, even so much as the courtesy of open debate. Good God, what in hell are you waiting for? Let's talk about our main topic that we got this week. Uh, there was a... Uh, I'd prefer if we didn't. <laughs> no, that's too bad. We have to get to it, because I spent way too long looking this goddamn thing up. So, <laughs> To be fair, that's partly what I prefer not to. <laughs> I, hey, honestly, Grateful Nate just subbed for... Honestly, uh, I, is just subscribed on Prime. Thank you for that, hey, Grateful nice. Nate. Appreciate it, man. Uh, let's see. This uh, the title of this one is Hurricanes, and that's the word hurricane. That people, the, Hurricane yeah. Colonial yeah. Village Project, backed by Glenn Beck <laughs> and Dinesh D'Souza. Just, that just sounds fall short on history. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so dignitaries from the Hurricane and United We Pledge joined conservative media personality Glenn Beck and others on July second. To break ground for the village. This is datelined in St. George. Here we go. A replica colonial era village under construction in Washington County. You know where there's no fucking water. <laughs> they have very little water, guys. It's, oh. It is the middle of the fucking desert. The oh, high yeah. desert. <laughs> Beautiful. But it oh, is yeah. not meant for human life at the scale that they're trying to live there. Absolutely. <laughs> absolutely not. Especially the way they try to live. You know, fucking hey, man. Like, air conditioners blaring all the time, even in winter, because it's fucking hot still. <sighs> and they're watering. They have green grass. Green grass in the middle of the desert. Yeah, there should be no There grass. should be none of that. My, no my wife hates the fact that all the grass is yellowing. And I'm like, we live in a desert. <laughs> Grass is not. We shouldn't have grass everywhere. (laughs) It should be brown everywhere around here. We should have like lizards and shit running around. (laughs) Burn the grass to the ground (laughs) and replace it with rocks or cactus or something that actually just natively grows here. How about that? (laughs) If you want to go spray it with the hose, have a bunch of heather. You know, go spray. Go go spray your your native plants with a hose once a week. (laughs) <laughs> for two minutes and you're good yep. if it's something that's supposed to live here that will be plenty yep so the uh the construction in washington county is aimed at stoking the fires of patriotism 
increasing devotion to the U.S. Constitution and enshrining religion as the central focus of the American Revolution. Just, um, <laughs> There's so much okay, wrong with that. Look, that is one sentence. Increasing is, devotion to the U.S. Constitution. There is. It is a fucking piece of paper that has been amended more than twenty times. There's shouldn't be devoted to it. So much wrong with that. You know who should be? I mean, I don't. Devotion is entirely the wrong word. Yeah. Devotion is entirely the wrong word, but. Okay. Understanding the U.S. Constitution, following the U.S. Constitution, honoring it maybe is a bit. Sure, mm. sure, maybe. But let's, let's stick, let's stick with the terminology here. Yeah. Devotion. Let's stick with devotion. The, the only people who should have a devotion to the Constitution are the people that gave their oaths of office. Are the, yes, the people who, (laughs) the people who give and take an oath of office. Right. The public servants. That's it. (laughs) Those are the people who should have any devotion to the Constitution. The rest of us, it the Constitution should have no impact on your day to day life. That's where that's what it should be. You should not recognize anything is going on. It it should absolutely not no impact at all. So anyway, enshrining religion as the central focus of the American Revolution is another gross fucking line there. That's Absolutely. that's David Barton bullshit yeah. Project Blitz stuff. That's mm-hmm. that's uh that's Christian nationalism, guys. That and that, this group yes, well, this is going to be the Christian Christian nationalist uh, theme park. <laughs> yeah. And we'll we'll get to it because there's a lot of stories, stuff that branches off this story here, because I was like, let me yeah. just dig. Let me just see what I can dig and keep on digging. Oh, <sighs> right. Oh, oh, it just it, this is going to be another one of those things, isn't it? No, actually, it's not nearly as bad as the young living people. And it's not as bad as the uh, uh, the Project Underground Railroad one that we did. Mm-hmm. It's not as bad as those. It's just. It's just stupid fucking right wing grifting. That's all it is. Standard right wing grifting. Yeah, that's that's okay. pretty much what I get okay. out of this group because one, okay. they're not big enough for they're not big enough to do what they're planning on doing. Like I, I've been looking at what they've been doing for like fundraisers and their projects they are working on. Like they have a d- idea that they want to see completed, and the only way sure. they're going to get this shit funded. Is by grifting from the right wingers that are the fucking flag waving, you know, patriot, get off my lawn people, you know. No, wait, I'm sorry, mm. the don't tread on me people. Sorry, I forget about that sometimes. Oh, yeah. yeah. Or the ones that have the Punisher logos and shit like that. Oh, like, right. The yeah, ones that okay. we should mm. we should all read the Bible more. Like, have you read it? Have you read that piece of shit? <laughs> Once is enough. A bit. <laughs> Once should be enough. Yeah. Like, God, what's their, what's their, what is the obsession? What is the <laughs> obsession with rereading this one book? Like, I understand. I have read some books more than once. I've read Dune about eight times. <laughs> right. It's just but, because I, I like the story, you know? Yeah. But how often are you rereading? Oh, every five or six years or something like that. But exactly. But not, not the Bible. I that's a fucking slog to read like, the first time through. I know, there, there are there are people who are like every day, every day. Oh, Mormons. There are people that, <laughs> yes, like Mormons will, will read, will read every 
and it's just they just keep going. It's it's a big cycle. We finished the whole thing. Start over. I felt the spirit. <laughs> I just I don't. It doesn't make sense. At some point, you finish the book and you go, "All right." So they're trying to say that enshrining religion is the central focus of the American Revolution. It absolutely, absolutely <laughs> was not. They were trying to get away from one, the, the England, of course, but the Church of England also, you know? Not even that. No, it had <laughs> nothing to do with it. No. It's like about landowners religion, that wanted to keep more of what they got. nothing to do with it. <laughs> one, like one, it had, to do, it had a lot to do with... Uh, King George and get him getting involved in other wars and uh, being really pretty brutal, uh, leveraging the colonies for all the taxes he could possibly. Mm, basically, them, right? basically, I, he was trying, doing the beast Raban, squeezing Arrakis of all it had. Yes, <laughs> yes, in order to fund. <laughs> all the stupid shit he was doing and the fights he was starting all the wars and colonies that he was trying to establish all over the fucking place yeah yep. was, <laughs> and on top of that <sighs> he was fucking he was fucking brutal yep they, they <laughs> he had his his army over here murdering people and yep. just taking everything Everybody should revolt when you're being so oppressed that's, by <laughs> that's kind by a police state like that. That's huh. kind of <laughs> what happened. It was it was a combination of of a, an an economic revolution yep. and a please stop killing us revolution. That's nothing to do with religion. Enshrining to do with religion at all. <laughs> there was people. We're all the same religion. <laughs> Someone says the, I Brit mean, like the, the British the Empire going and invading half the world for spices and deciding they didn't like any of them. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, we made you a uh, colony? Oh, that means you could be a citizen of our realm, too. Fuck. We didn't think that uh, one through. Like the people who led the revolution in the colonies <laughs> and the people in charge in England. <laughs> the same fucking religion, man. Just, they were the same Oh, uh, well, we'll get to it. Well, of course, we'll get to it. So some, however, this article continues, are concerned that United We Pledge, which is the name of the group that they did this under. Such a clever name. United We Pledge. Absolute perfect. <laughs> the St. George-based nonprofit leading the effort to build Liberty Village in nearby Hurricane leans too far right and takes too much liberty with American history. Dignitaries <laughs> from Hurricane and United We Pledge joined conservative media personality Glenn Beck and others on July 2nd to break ground. Uh, that will be situated 40 acres adjacent to a proposed balance of nature campus. And I went, that's interesting. <laughs> that is. And it says here, a, new, a nutritional supplement company in St. George, Balance of Nature, is the chief sponsor of United We Pledge. It is fucking multi-level marketing <laughs> using right-wing grifting is it all is, it is. It is. <laughs> It is Christian national multi. Well, see, marketing. the thing is, the guy that runs this is Mormon. The guy that runs the not the uh, the Balance of Nature group is a Mormon. <laughs> so yeah. they they lean this heavily. They, they lean heavily into saying we're non a non denominational. We're a non denominational group. 
So does that mean you let Buddhists speak? No. <laughs> they they haven't said that, of course, because no of one course. would. I wouldn't want to waste my fucking time with these people. Like they say later in this article, we don't hear from anybody on the left. That's why we had Glenn Beck and Dinesh D'Souza show up, because nobody on the left wanted to be here. I don't think you would have platformed anybody from the left with what they say. So I don't think anyone, the vast majority of people on the left are trying really, really hard to not pay attention to you. Which is how you exist in the first place. So this groundbreaking served as the official start of the effort to raise $50 million needed to build the site. Which is being modeled after the American Village, which is a replica replica colonial village in Montevallo, Alabama. $50 million. Mm, It's just... um, Hey, I can't say nothing. The art park cost $100 million. Why... (laughs) Is there a groundbreaking before funding? Groundbreaking is when you start construction. That, yep, w- that's how I feel about this whole thing. That's what is what is that we're doing? A, they're doing a they're doing a groundbreaking for something they don't have funded yet. <laughs> to start the effort of to raise fifty million to build the site. So what are they ground? What is? So what is the? So well, there's a lot to this article. So we'll okay. we'll come back to I it. Just, but anyway, no, I'm, I'm so, so groundbreaking is the start of construction. That is like literally is the first shovel of dirt in that's moved. You know? The ground. Yeah. You are breaking the ground to start the construction. What are they? They're not breaking the ground because they're not building a goddamn thing. What? <laughs> Maybe they're going to be building Somebody that campus for make the. This makes sense. This has some. Yeah. <laughs> so I went to go look at this uh, United We Pledge group. UnitedWePledge.org is where I got the URL and I found all this stuff there. So as far as there, they did a fundraiser leading up to this event, which was called Village to Village. Which is huh. the American village in Alabama to Liberty Village in Utah, which was the equivalent of like a thousand something miles or something like that and they had a guy that's like an ultra marathoner that believes in this so much that he ran from alabama to utah did he really i don't fucking know i mean the the course says that he did this whole thing or the route from for for tom jones is the guy's name didn't start in alabama it started like in texas it looks like i don't know why they would have that route what is what who knows? But what? they who I don't fucking know. I don't. But anyway, as far as like him doing all this fundraising and everything. Yeah. By the time this whole I, I went to this after the story came out, after this whole story came out, you think they'd get a glut of money come into them. Yeah. I didn't know. They know they're trying to reach 55 million. They obviously haven't reached out to like the Mercer family or or Peter Thiel or any of those guys that just have money to waste on conservative projects like this. They've raised 10% of their funding after all of this news and all of this stuff that's been coming up. So they've raised probably about five and a half million dollars. And they've been at this for like two years trying to raise funding for this whole thing. So the village to village thing just kind of was a big wet part. How long ago was that groundbreaking? (laughs) This one was like just this past week. It was like a month. It was no, it was July. It was 4th of July or something like that. Okay. So we're, we're a good almost three weeks away from 4th of July. And they've still only raised 10% of their funding. So so anyway, the guy did all this running and everything. And I was like, okay, well, let's see what the who the sponsors are for this uh, this run the guy's doing here. 
And of course, and there's that balance of nature thing, Pacheco. Sure, for sure. you, and I, and I'm sure that somebody making <laughs> running that distance. Let's see. Would, it was would, would certainly was be. 76 marathons in 76 consecutive days across the United States. So right. whatever 76 times 26 is, you know. Sure. And I'm sure there has been some significant news coverage because this is... That is <laughs> I couldn't that find is, anything. <laughs> that is... <laughs> That's a lot of running, um, man. That's a lot of like pee and blood out of your kidneys kind of thing right, <laughs> of running. Right, right. See, um, I know that... that, that <laughs> kind of thing has been done before and i know it's gotten significant media coverage yeah because one it is not <laughs> something normal well like, especially it, when you're running through hot as balls texas right hot as shit new mexico yeah and hot as shit arizona to get to st george utah right <laughs> This is like there's got to be somebody who is just doing a, a fluffy piece out there about the 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 2022 modern day <laughs> village to village Forrest Gump running yeah. across the country. No, no, no I couldn't find anything one? on this one, not guys. One? I I didn't. I honestly didn't look that hard, but I it was me looking for it, and I had to go into sources within sources. I, I had to look up fucking EINs in the IRS to find out about this fucking company. <laughs> <Jesus>. <laughs> there is no way that this guy is actually doing this. I did. Absolutely I, no way. For, for an actual interesting story you can check on with this one, which didn't have to do with funding or anything of the fucking nature, is a, a, a Muslim man that went from wherever the fuck he was in England all the way down to Mecca by walking there. Like he had a cart with him that he took with him to get mm -hmm. there. And I'm like, that's an interesting story because that's a fucking pilgrimage, you know? Yeah. And he did it on foot when they finally reopened Mecca. You're like, you know what? Fuck Saudi Arabia. But you know what? If that's a site that you want to visit because it's a religious site to you, fucking go all for it. And the fact that you're walking all the way there, holy shit, I don't have the stamina to do that. <laughs> <sighs> Man. <laughs> so anyway... Uh, the, the, the whole run they did, and there's the balance of nature United, we pledge, uh, mm -hmm, thing that we've got mm -hmm. going on here. And of course they ask for you to subscribe and save 35% on your first Patriot pack preferred customer order of, and, and $5 of every order will be donated to support United. We pledge, you know, money laundering is <laughs> essentially what they're going to do because it is a, yeah, na -na -na. the department no. of treasury says that this is a tax exempt and government entities, so they don't have to show anything on a. Oh God, what what's the form that we usually have to see for these? It's a nine nine ninety. That's what it is or nine ninety yeah. easy for like yeah. their stuff. Uh huh. So they they're tax exempt. They don't need to show any of their financials. So, and they're a five hundred one C five oh five oh nine A two chair. Yeah, status, that's so. not even. <laughs> I have no idea what the fuck that is. That oh, is, so they do have to form a, they do have to put in a 990 or 990 EZ. Yeah. But it still is going to be like, we're a tax free, you know? Yeah. You don't get nothing. So <laughs> it's, that's basically, uh, we have this much money. And so it's United We Pledge, 1568 South River Road, St. George, Utah, 84790. And I didn't dig too much on that one, but I, um, uh, they, they are a, 
They are a, a nonprofit organization. Sure. And I saw on their United We Pledge website, they had a thing where you could look up curriculum for like your kids kind of oh, thing no, or a no, curriculum no. for school. Oh, no. And I was like, cool. No. What do you need to do that? And it's like, oh, you can get a free course. So, of course, I registered. <laughs> oh, no. No. Oh, no. So they, they only allowed one lesson because we didn't we're not signed up for a pay plan and i'm not gonna fucking do that no way man so the free one they got was mutually we pledge was the name of it is that so we're, we're spinning off into their their ed- education that they've got going on here oh no <sighs> we okay. mutually pledge to each other our lives our fortunes and our sacred honor so there's some important principles the thing says here even when sacrifice is required we should faithfully keep our pledges or our promises Keeping our commitments helps motivate others to do the same. I, I guess. <laughs> right. And getting started on the thing. What is this picture? What is this picture in disgust? What is happening in this picture? And I was going to get real pedantic. And I'm like, <laughs> technically, that's a painting. You know? <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, that's a painting. It's uh, it's the con- it's the uh, Congressional Congress or the, the whatever the fuck it was in Pennsylvania at the time the, the Continental, Continental Congress, Congress right. where yeah they didn't have the same rules as we currently do for the Congress in our country because there was no Constitution yet you know yeah but also it's just a fucking that doesn't tell us anything there's no context to that whatsoever. It says, what's happening? Thomas Jefferson, the principal author of the Declaration of Independence, what? is shown, yeah. <laughs> shown placing the document before John Hancock, president of the Congress. He stands with the other members of the committee who created the draft. John Adams, Roger Sherman, Robert Livingston, and Benjamin Franklin. And there's the sub-bullet here. What promises are these men making? <laughs> See, they're really big on the promises and pledges and They shit. certainly seem to be. <laughs> Uh, let's see. What important promises have you made? I said I'd give the church 10% of my money. I love Joseph Smith and he's the prophet. And <sighs> Why did you make those promises? What? what? Hold on. <laughs> what? It's fucking mind control what it is, man. <laughs> uh, Grateful Nate in chat says, the promise to get absolutely wrecked after signing this motherfucker. <laughs> That was Benjamin Franklin for you, man. No, no, no. Woo, independence these nuts. It's just, look, no. Ben Franklin's always going to talk like that in my head. That is just revisionist history. Those motherfuckers were wrecked when they wrote it. When they were signing it. Because water wasn't fucking trustful back then. You kidding me? It's fucking vodka, man. It wasn't water in those pictures. Uh, so what makes them easy or difficult to keep talking about your promises? You know, so it's like, tell me all your secrets, all your dirty, dark secrets. And so what the fuck does that have to do with any? So listen to this shit. The f- Here's the lesson. All right. The 56 men who signed the Declaration of Independence risked high treason against the King of England. The penalty of high mm. treason was death. Mm. Mm. <laughs> mm. A death that not only ended the guilty individual's life, but dishonored their family members. See the 1708 Treason Act. The guilty individual was first hung until unconscious. Then they were cut down, beheaded, and cut into quarters. 
Their remains were scattered to frustrate family and friends in naming a final resting place. The surviving family members were not allowed to own property or businesses. Knowing all this, the signers of the Declaration of Independence moved forward with great sacrifice. Jesus Christ, this is kids literature, man. This is something you want to, like, teach your kids. It's like making a nine-year-old watch Braveheart and explain to him what they're doing to him on that table up there. <laughs> well, so this is this is where this is this is forcing Mel Gibson to act, <laughs> which and, is very painful. <laughs> and this this is the best take he did. <laughs> That's the best take. <laughs> they had to take out all the other ones because he kept blaming the Jews for everything that was happening <laughs> to him. <sighs> Fucking this Mel was Gibson. the closest approximation we could get <laughs> to a Scottish accent. Uh, we eventually just had to say... Just uh, stop it, Mel. <laughs> close enough, I guess. That's like Robin Hood, uh, Prince of Thieves, where... That accent just disappears mid-movie from Kevin Costner. It never existed in the first place. <laughs> it was place. so bad. No, it never existed. Look, I respect Prince of Thieves. It's a hokey as shit movie even, when you go back and watch it. It's a fucking glorious movie. It, it is. is a fantastic movie. It is absolutely... It pretends to be nothing more than what it is. They didn't even attempt. They knew. Kevin Costner cannot pull off that <laughs> accent. So they didn't even try. But he tried a couple no, of times. No, he didn't. I remember hearing it a couple of times. I swear to God, he tried an accent on that one. Not <laughs> once. Not <sighs> one single time. There was no attempt whatsoever. All it was was a vehicle for Alan Rickman to be Alan Rickman <laughs> to and to chew the fuck out of the scenery. <laughs> And for Christian Slater to have a job oh, for five fuck me. minutes. <laughs> Morgan Freeman was like, I don't know what I'm doing here, but it's a paycheck. I guess they needed a black guy. <laughs> I prefer They needed a black guy. I like they had I Isaac Hayes in, in Men in Tights. <laughs> <instead> it's, of... <laughs> it's... Anyway, so it it goes on. What were these men were willing to risk? Anyway, so, so the our founding fathers were successful men from varied backgrounds. Keep that keep that line in your head for the next sentence. They were men of means, had grit and integrity, and understood that they were risking everything for a new beginning. Varied backgrounds being men's of means. There's not much variation on how you got means back then. <laughs> You're either born into it or you exploited people. It was understood that unity and compromise were absolute necessities in creating a new republic. These men were willing to set aside their differences for the sake of freedom. Bull fucking shit. They held up the fucking Declaration of Independence until they got concessions from the southern states. This this is not forget this like this wasn't like a grand unified thing. Well, no, no, this <laughs> was just the Declaration of Independence. Yeah, there, this this had no there, there weren't there weren't any. We're not even talking about congressional like yeah no you know was, figuring out what the Constitution's going to be. Yeah, you no, know? there there weren't there weren't any there weren't. Hey, I saw the movie Seventeen Seventy Six. I know how much bitching and complaining there was from the Southern states in that movie. Oh no, that was <laughs> that was that was that was during the the Continental Congress where they were actually doing the. 
where they were trying to draft the constitution. I'm talking about before, but the, like they want, they fucking nickeled and dimed people over certain words because they didn't want to offend the king. Oh or, yeah, you know. yeah. Okay. 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 Yeah. 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 Before they started writing their, their fucking constitution. Oh, right, know? right, right. They were trying very, very hard to write a sternly, to make sure it was a sternly worded letter, but polite saying, <laughs> Look, early draft top ten reasons King George is a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, grateful Nate. <laughs> and then, it, and then it became, dear George, it's not you, it's us. We just can't keep doing this. We feel it's time for us to go our separate ways. So please, pack your shit. So and get out. There was a there was a lot of that whole stuff that's going on there. Yeah. So call to action. What can we do? It says here. What can about we do? What about the fucking what Declaration of do? Independence? You know. It's done. Sorry, that's history. As There's you, nothing you can do. As it's you continue, nothing you can do. It's done. To think about their sacrifices. What are you inspired to do? How is this a fucking like? What is impressed what is, upon your mind? A religious leader in America once said. He just said religious leader, right? Freedom cannot outlive morality. Freedom is not free. It must be earned. And that's from Royden G. Derrick from Moral Values and Rewards in 1981. And I I just on a a hunch, I just Googled that name just now. Just now Googled that name. Royden G. Derrick was a member of... Dun, 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 dun. He was the general, one of the general authorities of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints in 1976 until his death. So until 2009. Yeah. So, yeah. Mormon propaganda inside your. Uh, God damn it. Like religion is co-opting the founding of this country as as. As part of their religion now. Freedom isn't free. Yes, it is. Yes, yes, it is. If it has a cost, then nobody should fucking have it. <laughs> you know? Like that's it's everybody. I I don't know how to put this into words. I don't know how to put it in the words that like if they're rights, everybody should have them. But yet, why do we have to keep fighting for them? You know. <laughs> yeah. It <sighs> is because believe it or not, um. If you and go if you have so- freedom, and we are free, if if you go somewhere, why the fuck am I forced to do shit? <laughs> if if you go somewhere where there is no established government, yeah, guess how free you are. <laughs> God, completely, you're absolutely completely one hundred percent free. Uh, there, there is. It takes nothing. All you have to do is go. Someone says, I live go here read now. something from Thomas Paine. <laughs> <laughs> I live here now. And uh, it's, it's, guess what? It's fucking free. You know, that, that's what got me. Right? <laughs> I was reading the Ahsoka book. Someone yeah. to my kids one time. Yeah. Good book. But like, she moves to this new fucking like farming town somewhere. Yeah. Just with whatever she had on her back. And she just like. Hey, so is are there any houses that no one's using? And they're like, yeah, the one at the end of the street over here. Go ahead. No one's living there. Yeah. How? What? Why the fuck can't we live in a society like that? <laughs> you know? Hi, I'm new here. Is there anywhere I can stay and put my stuff? 
Sure, yeah. There's a place over here. Well, it's like that one's empty. How big of a how big of a place do you need? Is it just you? No, oh, okay, yeah, we'll get you an apartment. You know, <laughs> like yeah, sure. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's wild. Like, what can I do for money around here? Well, there's odd jobs. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, no. For the longest time, uh, if you just go somewhere and there's nothing there, you're you're that's it. Freedom. And then the Ultimate empire showed up. Complete freedom. <laughs> You're totally free, and it costs you nothing other than the effort of just getting there. So, so here's a here's a little bit more of a, another dog whistle to your uh, the Mormon side of your people. I don't want, I don't want, Write a simple family declaration. Fuck you. <laughs> For people that don't know, outside of Utah, there is a declaration that most Mormons hang on their walls, where it's like a proclamation to the world where it says like cis people are the only people that exist and hetero marriages are the only ones that we count on and we will not have children out of wedlock blah 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 joseph smith is the leader blah 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 blah. you know plates of brass there we go i was gonna say blades of brass but i had such a good mormon family um (laughs) live laugh love we had we had ours we had ours yep it was in the it was in the basement. It was just like in the basement. Like it was on a, it was on a board. Like it, you know, it was all printed. It's like not even like the kind of thing you write yourself as if it's just the shit that like yep. here's a poster, hang it on a wall. Though I did take the the family decoration. Some somebody posted one on Reddit for, in the LGBTQ community, one that I follow there, and it was a proclamation to the world. But every line that didn't have like in, like it it uh blocked everything out in rainbow like uh redaction and it was like uh love is love you know uh everybody matters or something oh, like nice, that and it, nice. was, it was really fucking nice i'm gonna get one printed out for here oh nice because yeah, it, it's fucking great I like you that. Know? so so ours was you know my our, my family uh ours was it was just you know the poster mm-hmm. you know stock the one that egg. you get it like, like they Deseret get book or... everywhere like they they just give them out so it was mounted on a on a board and it just like it never got hung up cuz dad didn't really care <laughs> and my mom thought it was ugly so it just never got hung up i am the king of hanging shit and it up was in my like, house <laughs> like we found it in the basement it's like what the fuck is this thing <laughs> i'm like oh it's oh it's one of these it's one of these like everybody else is like like all the other neighbors and kids we know like they're they've got these like shrine things up with this (laughs) same thing it's like that's weird oh yeah so for people looking at the camera here there's a rainbowish kind of thing that you can see on my phone Mm -hmm. and it says the family a human uh, all human beings are divine and essential and accepted family is love love is love and that's all it has on there everything else has been redacted out yeah and it's all rainbow font and everything i'm like that's fucking cool man so 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 my my dad i guess my, my dad apparently uh when he was told to mount this on a board to be, you know, to, so it could be hung up. Yeah. Um, he took it so seriously that uh, he just he he did what any good carpenter does. He reused an old board. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was uh, it was an old menu. It's an old Wiener Schnitzel menu. Nice. <laughs> I love Wiener Schnitzel. Like not even like repainted or finished just or anything. Put it, over the- it was just like flipped it over, slapped it on the back. <laughs> it was fucking taped off. 
<laughs> and then just like, Matt, good enough. There you go. You want to, uh, you want to hang this up now? No, no, it looks like shit. Great. We'll just put it over here. Someone said, Oh, Saturday's warrior. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> kind of. Except it was like, it, I was like, Wednesday's warrior like <laughs> uh, it's like fucking middle of the week man like just, uh, look. <laughs> I don't care enough I don't care <laughs> so uh, underneath the what can we do thing there's a post a picture of the founding fathers in a prominent place in your home let's build fucking shrines to the founding fathers now guys you would <laughs> you would be <laughs> you would be amazed how many homes have George here. Washington have. Kneeling at Valley Forge. <laughs> Didn't happen, but okay. Yeah. I'm telling you, um Mormons have turned into a fucking proto fat oh, I mean they they weren't originally, but like right. that is very much a we need to go back to how America was founded, you know. Like I don't people around here don't think it's weird. Like it it's so they ingrained. They don't think it's weird that just in your house you've got pictures of the the founding fathers not all of them <laughs> just just a few just the select few and like pictures of buildings of temples <laughs> these aren't like super attractive buildings either no it's not like cool architecture either it's like fucking run-of-the-mill right. bullshit and then like paintings of jesus and then one not not just Jesus, white Jesus, white <laughs> red-haired Jesus, so crazy. And then like maybe one or two super staged family portraits. Oh yeah, the one where like they like, threaten life and dismemberment. Like super stuff. <laughs> Everybody wear the same outfit and go to the same tree in the same park like everybody <laughs> fucking around here in this area does takes their family portraits on the same fucking tree in the same fucking park <laughs> there's one especially in Leighton park where they do this <laughs> exactly the one where the tree where the tree's growing kind of sideways, sideways. yeah i was like you just every fucking in there everybody and their fucking uncle every literally Sits on that goddamn tree trunk. Every single one. <laughs> God damn, I loved shooting nude portraits on that. <laughs> that park used to be fucking wild at dark after dark, man. <laughs> oh, I know. Well, because the playground there was, oh, I know. was a fucking death trap. <laughs> oh, oh, I know. We're talking human hamster wheel. Like, God damn, I loved that thing. <laughs> it was this big fucking, like ladder like wood like built fucking hamster wheel thing and it went fast man. oh it could get going <laughs> real fast <laughs> shit oh. hurt when you fell <laughs> that was yeah oh and don't forget they they were still one of the parks around to still have a fucking merry-go-round <laughs> which i i still love those things they're fucking dangerous but oh god, god. Damn it, they're it was fun. just all rusty steel <laughs> it Super squeaks the entire time steel. yeah the thing was wobbly as shit. Hot, burn your ass in the summertime. Yeah, like worn down enough where it, it had a nice depression <laughs> under it. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Just not like like level ground or anything, but you had an actual worn in depression under there you could just get like 
sucked under this thing. Yeah. So Oh, such a beautiful death <sighs> trap of a playground. There were there's additional resources you could check out on this thing. Uh where it's nine things you may not know about the Declaration of Independence. And I linked to it <laughs> and I'm like, okay. It's a it, there's a group called a revolutionary story fr- from Freedom Factor is the name of the group. I couldn't oh, find no. a lot about I couldn't find much about these guys. And I stopped looking because I'm like, I'm getting way past where I need to be looking for this thing. But there's there's a lot it's, of stuff where it's it's un at the face of it. It is not like shocking and terrible because it's like uh, a declaration of independence stuff. Oh, America blog, John Hancock and the signature. It was all basic like history stuff that you would get but these videos that these people put out and i wish i had a link to one i don't think i do where the guy would show up every time at the beginning of it and he's from like some sort of american biker show so he's like wearing this biker (laughs) shit oh no no. and he he i'll have to show kyle in a break because you'll have to find it yourself because i'm not gonna fucking link it Mm. it's just it's called freedom factor and it's on youtube when the guy introduces every video, he does like the leg up onto the chair thing to lean against kind of thing. But he's, right. he's, he's enough <laughs> overweight and out of shape that that leg almost doesn't make it. And I was like, go little dude. And finally gets up there and I'm like, that was a lot of work. I hope you I hope they paid you hazard pay for that. Cause you yeah. look like you're about to fucking fall, man. It's <laughs> <sighs> amazing. So anyway, um, let's see. Uh, there was, I think I just looked up the, there was more of this stuff from Freedom Factor, not Freedom Factor, but the thing oh, is, uh, no. there was the f- signers fact sheet from archives.gov. There's the Treason Act of 1708. Mm-hmm. You know, they have all the references and everything, but it says here, did you know that only two people signed the Declaration of Independence on July 4th, 1776? John Hancock and Charles Thompson. Yeah. Most on, most signed on or after August 2nd, 1776. Yeah. And then Thomas McKean signed in 1871. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> anyway, so the Freedom Factor thing, and like I tried to find out more about these guys, and they're just a fucking dot org where it's just more masturbatory, like flag loving bull- and country loving bullshit. Of course. We have a, a passion for our shared American heritage and want to help restore some of that American pride by emphasizing the documents that made us Americans. Declaration of Independence in the U.S. Constitution. Read it, know it, share it, is what it says. And it says, contact Freedom Factor, 2131 East New Bedford Drive, Gilbert, Arizona, 82534, or 85234. Right. And I'm like, sure. Sure sure would be a shame if people mailed them stuff. Well, and I I looked it up and I'm like, oh, that's that's an interesting address. I want to see if it's like in a church or something, because a lot of these are fronts for churches. No, 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 no. It's even more stupid than that. It's just some dude's house. (laughs) <laughs> I, I fucking looked it up and it's a Spanish tile house in Arizona that's currently up for sale <laughs> for like $430,000 and I'm like wait oh what it, yeah it's really? just somebody's fucking residence that's all this that group is I mean if you looked up if you found the mailing address for Utah Outcast you'd be like oh it's just a fucking unit <laughs> <laughs> and it's not even a strip mall like a bunch of other warehouses you're like okay <laughs> But still, it's not my house. <laughs> and I'm not going to put my fucking home address. I'm I'm a little bit amazed. But this house it's not- went up for sale and it's already been like bought by somebody else. But they didn't change the address on the who where you can mail these people from. So whoever bought that house is going to get some weird things in the mail in a couple of weeks. Um, <laughs> 
Just saying. Uh, <laughs> Be careful putting your address online, everybody. Right. That or it's just a money laundering shell game. That yeah. They, it could be nothing. You know, who knows? Just transfer this piece of property from one person to another. I'll sell it to you for a dollar. <laughs> so I wanted to go see what this uh, United We Pledge, what some of the stuff they had on their website. One of them is a Bible of American history, it says. Oh, Get Which is as part of the what? upcoming 250th no. anniversary of the United States of America, we uh, United We Pledge wants to share a Bible of American history. And you have to submit a story and you get to be picked of like one of these 250 uh, stories that they're going to be allowing to be put into it. Wow, it sure would be a shame if accurate <laughs> historical stories that were not like super awesome were submitted. Bible of American Stories will reflect these th- these principles and focus on events that convey the quote unquote American covenant. Our nation's history and future pr- presents the grandest mosaic of colors, religions, ethnicities, and economic opportunities the world has ever known. Oh, the stories we could tell <laughs> <laughs> about that! I'll make my own Bible with black chicken. <laughs> oh man, just. The beautiful stories that that could be woven about. So each of these stories, all the different ethnicities that have come to this country put willingly down and unwillingly, <laughs> and and been forced to put down roots. Each of these stories must be between six and twelve hundred words. Okay, that's fine. Uh, we'll include a short title, which is five five or seven words or fewer. Stories must have a clear connection. To God's hand in the history behind the story and divine providence through inspiration, direction, or guidance of those who claim the story is told. But then on the third line, it says, stories must be factual and sorted by credible sources. (laughs) Supported by credible sources. It's expected that all essays draw from primary sources. So. Story featuring living individuals not be considered. Uh, essay should be submitted in Word. Okay, nobody cares about that, but it's just interesting to me. And so I was like, I was still looking for more information because they didn't have a lot about who ran this place when I brought it up. Of course not. And so it says not. here, United We Pledge desires the stories and authors to be representative of American history. It's hoped that different re- regional and national organizations, blah, 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 blah. Thank you for your time and consideration. Sincerely. Dennis Levitt, president of United We Pledge. I'm like, oh, okay, Dennis Levitt. Let's see what I can find about this guy. So then I found on Businesspedia, you know, the United We Pledge is a corporation, domestic, nonprofit. Mm -hmm. There's a, uh, it has me, gives me the address for this guy. So his registered agent address, of course, because you have to put that in business documents. Right. Uh, It is a, um, it just says the same information there. Company has three records on, on contacts on record. The contacts are Dennis Levitt from St. George, Demon, Demon McPherson, who is a guy that's good at running nonprofits. I looked him up. And then you also have Tim Martin from St. George, Utah. And I'm like, okay, fine. And after looking up Levitt and then listening to their show for about five minutes, and I could, I'm just going to play just an example of what this piece of shit podcast sounds like. Let me just play this part right here. Where, okay. where is it? Okay, hang on. Here you go. Welcome to the United We Pledge podcast, here to inspire the values of freedom, family, and faith here in America. I'm your host, Colleen Rue, excited to bring you new content each and... Colleen, how, how much did your soul cost? <laughs> no, I just... There's, she's probably making money off of this, and I'm like, how come we can't do that? <laughs> 
fucking come at me, United We Pledge. I'll do your podcast. Because we don't, we don't, we 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 don't have anybody. We don't. Uh, uh, we're not in church with anybody. Gently, <laughs> gently tickling a mandolin in the background. It is. It is every fucking like ukulele playing song in the background thing that you get from every YouTube commercial oh, <laughs> that I even used on our commercials for a little while. But anyway, here's this. In every week to help you pledge towards these core values: freedom family, and faith. Let's jump in. We have Dennis Levitt with us, and Dennis is the president of United We Pledge. Dennis, I want to really dive into the mission statement of United We Pledge, but before we do that, can you go back and let's talk about the genesis of United We Pledge. Me, I live here in Southern Utah, and the first time I heard about United We Pledge was the 4th of July and the 4th of July. Okay, so they're going to they're going to continue. I only reason I'm playing this is I want you to know where I got this name from that we're going to go into next. So hang on one sec. July celebration that happened back in 2021. So can you tell us where everything started? Yeah, sure, of course. July 4th of 2021, you're right. That's when a lot of momentum That's Dennis's up, voice. Right? Our CEO and president of Balance of Nature is a patriot, Lex Howard, and he Okay, so he just said our CEO is that guy. And balance of nature guy. And I was like, oh, okay. So that's not just a organization. It's a front for balance of nature. So that's when I decided, and this is before I read the entire article. The article actually did a lot of this work for me. <laughs> if, sure if I was to read the article I ahead do. of time, I would have found it, but it wasn't as fun. It wouldn't have been as fun as me diving through all this shit. Okay. Because guys, okay. there's yeah, like sure, open sure. source intelligence is Fun as shit when you're like trying to find more stuff because sometimes you find you scratch that little surface of paint and then you find out that's rust all the way through the fucking whole body of the car. So, uh, let's see. Uh, Balance of nature. This (laughs) ants all the way down. (laughs) About us. Balance of nature. Did you know? Balance of Nature first started in the 1990s. It all began when Dr. Douglas Howard's concern about the increasing epidemic of lifestyle diseases and his desire for his loved ones to stay happy and healthy. The fuck is a lifestyle disease? <laughs> he discovered a solution, he, a needed solution and just developed Balance of Nature. So he, his whole thing is that here at Balance of Nature, we have we have a unique core of values that drive us. We try to embody blah, 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 blah. Uh, we have we value family, righteous living, accountability, healthy living, finding excellence in, ordin- in the ordinary, passion, being positive and caring, having both that a team and self-employed mentality. So there's your fucking multi-level marketing right there. Tenacity, being productively supportive, and being results-driven is with these core values that we strive to provide the best possible product. What the fuck does any of that have to do with the balance of fucking nature? So this is a this is a pill company, right? They they make supplements, is what it is. It says here under the excellence in the ordinary it says here it quotes fucking Alma in the Book of Mormon, dude, on these guys' oh website. Oh my god! If you want to sell me pills, don't bring religion into it. <laughs> I cannot emphasize this enough, <laughs> but get fucked. Righteous living. We live to please the Lord, no matter who is looking. Jesus, fuck! Eat, think, and do. We live a healthy lifestyle, chemically, spiritually, and physically. Christ. <laughs> and then team. Ugh. Any fucking company that tells you this. We are not employees. We are team members. And if they try to say that we're family, run screaming. (laughs) Self-employed mentality. The success of this business depends on me. So anyway, there's the (laughs) 
the so do you want to know we refer to the philosophy of triad of health is what the guy says here we encompass the physical spiritual and chemical aspects of health you have everything to do with what you do think and eat so our products are whole produce fruits whole produce veggies and whole food fiber and spices so it's essentially gelatin capsules filled with fucking freeze-dried like fruits and vegetables and like fiber powder and like various spices and they're not cheap of course they're not cheap you know uh balance of nature does not claim to treat any cure or (laughs) treat or cure any disease fruits and vegetables and other plants provide the vital chemistry our bodies need to defend and repair themselves or you could just eat shit (laughs) eat fruits and vegetables and they're saying well no nobody eats that way anymore so we need you need to take these pills to make up for it The fruits capsules contain 16 different fruits, including aloe vera, apple, banana, blueberry, cherry, cranberry, grape, grapefruit, blah, 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 blah. And then the veggies are like kale. And they they try to they put in their shiitake mushroom. Shiitake mushroom is not a fucking vegetable, my friend. No, it's It's mycelium. (laughs) Yeah. 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 And zucchini is a fruit. Fuck you, dude. Zucchini's a fruit. <laughs> I'm just being a bitch. <laughs> and then also there's, of course, the 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 fucking weird thing that health companies like to do where they're obsessed with your bowel movements. And so that's what that fiber and spice is, because clean bowels are an important part of a healthy lifestyle. <laughs> well, if you're taking encapsulated uh, fruits and veggies, um, let's that's that's gonna have plenty of your fiber <laughs> like that's that should be plenty of fiber if that's how you're getting your vegetation that I is mean, the majority where the majority of uh of fiber fi- of dietary from. fiber comes from i mean you could even be eating terrible stuff and still getting be getting enough fiber like cereal there's still fiber in that yeah yeah not a lot but <laughs> you could still get it from there mm-hmm. anything that's wheat is gonna have some fiber to it yeah not a lot but yeah. enough mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. Uh, it says we keep all the chemistry, the seeds, the core and color in our produce. We only remove water and air. So I, I don't fucking care enough about this guy. Yeah, so not, let's talk oh, about man. the founder just for a second. Dr. Howard. And it says here that he started working in the St. George, Utah, ER at the age of 14 and got his EMT at the age of 16. How do <laughs> you start working in an ER? He it, there's 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 a at there's there the I've got a lot more because here it is. So um at 14 he began working at Pioneer Medical Center in St. George, Utah. Uh at 15 he was employed at the Sunrise Hospital and Medical Center in Las Vegas as an orderly in nuclear medicine. So he was just helping move shit around and helping people out. Yeah, okay. But yep. anyway, so at 16 he was finally a full-time employee working in his emergency room technician. So that could be many things, but it's definitely not a somebody actually doing things with patience. It's a matter of, you know, making the crash room ready for stuff or, you know, making sure that the kits are out there and the autoclaves running, that kind of stuff. Yeah. He's picking shit up. Yeah. He's a fucking orderly. (laughs) Yeah. The only thing he's not doing is uh, anything with anything with with patients, doctors, (laughs) nurses. He moves shit around. So he was able to get a special waiver by the governor to receive his EMT certification before the age of 18. So he had a petition for it, of course. 
That was just the beginning. Dr. Howard's pursuit of knowledge has been endless. He studied homeopathy in Germany. <laughs> he studied nothing in Germany. <laughs> he studied chiropractic in the United States. I think it's ridiculous <laughs> that he went all the way to Germany to For study homeopathy. homeopathy when he could have just ordered the water that was in the room when it was being taught <laughs> that Jesus is savior. <laughs> like that's it. That, it's just it, it's, look when you teach home homeopathy, if you have water in the room, the water will absorb the knowledge. It remembers. If you, if you take that water. If you shout boo at the water, it'll make you not scared. That's homeopathy for you guys. Yeah, you, you take that water. If you just, you don't actually need to be there. You just need, you just need the, the, the water that's got the memories. And you just shove it up your ass and that's how it works. It only works if you shove it up your ass though. In the bottle. So you want to you want to hear one weird thing that they put into this guy's no bucket. the one weird thing that they put into this guy's thing and he ended up becoming a actual medical practitioner doctor like an MD sure because that's... but he had to go to Russia to learn how to do it and I was gonna that, bag on I him I don't know if that counts. I was gonna bag I... on him and give him shit about it but the place that he went to is an actual fucking like medical like institution it's the Saint Petersburg State Pediatric Medical Academy which was at the Pavlov First Medical Center. And I looked this up. It's got a long fucking history of doctors coming from this place, you know? Sure. So, yes. I mean, but even you, you know, the joke where they say, what do you call the, the guy that got the lowest grades in medical school? Doctor. Doctor. <laughs> right. So. <Yeah. laughs> but they decided to include in his fucking bio here in high school. Dr. Howard took many science classes and advanced quickly for his final biology product, you know, in high school. Finals in high school? Fuck you, man. Nobody cares. Nobody cares. It's high school. Pass the test. He performed surgery on a rabbit to show the class the heart and the organs functioning. He vivisected a live rabbit in front of the class. The surgery was a success and the rabbit survived and recovered well. Fuck me, dude. <laughs> That rabbit was not having a good couple of days after that, even if it did survive. Um, <laughs> I would have some questions about that. That is that that would be. Um, let the <laughs> so in 74, the ER work that he was doing, he was moving equipment into it is what it says there. Yeah. So he puts this in his own bio, which is crazy to me. Like, this is your own bio for people that can't even look close it's like the lds religion to me this is what it smacks up to me it's like they have all those letters out there that talk shit about the mormon church yeah. within its own fucking documentation yeah but no one ever digs deep enough to find this stuff. right and i just found this through this guy's own fucking bio you know? mm -hmm. <sighs> so uh, dr howard's passion in the last few years is the focus of his work has shifted to sharing his incredible truth of what is proper phytonutrition can do for our health. So, <laughs> I don't, yeah. <laughs> okay. So, and so it's interesting. Like, they're like all these things up to 76 and then 1980. From 1980 to 82, Dr. Howard served a full time mission for the LDS Church in the Hamburg, Germany mission. So, that's probably where he started learning about, uh, I'm sure, his homeopathy bullshit. I'm so, that kind of sure. explains that one. 
He got his doctorate of chiropractic at Cleveland Chiropractic. Jesus Christ. Cleveland Chiropractic College in Los Angeles, California, and then began practicing in Salt Lake City, Utah. So eh, just blah, blah, blah. No one fucking cares about your stuff here, man. It's weird how just people do love the chiropractors here. They really do. As much as I wanted to crap on his medical degree, it is a legit college. I still wanted to know more about this doctor, so I found this. Who owns Balance of Nature? Nature Supplement Review. It is a privately owned and operated fruit and veggie supplement company based in St. George, Utah. The company was started in 97 by Dr. Howard. And so he is a doctor of chiropractic. I already said that part. Medical degree at Pavlov First Medical Institute. Uh, and he created Balance of Nature. His voice on radio programs and his study of phytochemicals. Today, he's a lecturer on the benefits of phytonutrients and fruits and vegetables. He occasionally can be heard as a guest on the Kevin McCullough Show. I'm thinking of Bruce McCullough. Oh, that's what I thought. I was like, the guy from Kids in the Hall had this dude on? (laughs) (laughs) And so, the fruits and veggies. To get a combo pack of fruits and veggies, it's $90 for a month's supply. Every 30 days, 90 bucks for that whole thing. And then, like, I I thought it was interesting that they say that it's 100% whole food. It's gluten-free. It's non-GMO. No extracts or synthetics. And it's vegan-friendly. Not if you use, hopefully you're not using gelatin caps (laughs) for those things. Anyway, and to get the the fiber, the poop powder, it's uh, $50 a month for that one. Or one-time purchase is $69.95 for that one. So you sign up for it and you get it for 50 bucks. But if you you get a one-time purchase, it's like 20 bucks more. It's crazy. Uh, And so at the very bottom of their website is just i love i love it that these companies have to put this out there balance of nature is not intended to diagnose treat or cure or prevent any disease (laughs) so that's who's funding this group and i'm just going to read you a little bit more from people that are worried about this group breaking ground on this place and so it's just this this nice fucking weird rabbit hole that I can go into on this whole thing. So somebody that showed up at the groundbreaking and was a uh, religion is essential is essential to United We Pledge's vision. We unashamedly say that we believe in God and want Him to be part of the narrative of this nation's history. The the guy said, Aunt Levitt said, we believe that as we become a people worthy of His watch, care, and blessings, we'll have His prosperity and blessings upon us. Great. And it says here, though, United We Pledge is non-denominational. <laughs> it, its events have included participation in prayers from people from a wide array of faiths. I really? think the Satanists need to go and visit these guys and be like, hey, can we? They're going to be like, uh, shit. <laughs> uh, like, really? But it says here, however, members of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, you know the Mormons, uh, have prominent roles in developing its curriculum, which people can access by signing up for free lessons. Hey, I did that. <laughs> And I found that out on my own. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, no. Yeah. The next line. Kyle just oh, read the no. next line. <laughs> One of the people that is the prominent roles in developing the curriculum is Tim fucking Ballard. Operation Underground Railroad guy. Yeah, he's back. guys. <laughs> he's drafting the curriculum for him. So uh, in 2020, we talked about this before. The Davis County attorney, Troy Rawlings, said that he's going to investigate OAR for fundraising irregularities because Mm -hmm. they're pumping shit into for-profit enterprises. Somebody left a comment on that thing and said, how come nobody's talking about this? I've I've looked at these guys for a long time and I never knew any of this. 
And I want to be like, okay, cool. Share with your friends. <laughs> then someone else came in and said, I, w- I want to see your citations on all this stuff. And I, was, I didn't respond back to it. Be like, there's links. I said that multiple times <laughs> during the video. We put links here, man. <laughs> yeah, it's all there. You can dig, do, do your own research is what they <laughs> like to say, isn't it? Isn't that what they always like to say? They do. They do <laughs> like to say that. So, according to the Atlantic, Ballard's organization has flirted with QAnon, uh, a fringe group that believes this. Fuck, it's, it's whole balls in. Man. Are you kidding me? Uh, Ballard is the author of these books called The Washington Hypothesis, The Lincoln Hypothesis, and The Pilgrim Hypothesis. And all of these purport to link prominent Americans and groups with the LDS church founder, Joseph Smith. Jesus Christ. Come on. <laughs> And then we have prominent Mormon folk artist and puzzle maker. Eric Dowdle is also enlisted in the effort. So besides helping with the curriculum, those two are working on the United We Pledge to publish a definitive Bible of American history, which we talked about. Uh, and then Levitt said that United We Pledge is looking for 250 stories, blah, blah, blah. We already heard all this right, stuff. Right, Dowdle right, and his yeah. team are doing the calligraphy and illuminated art for the text. One of the books will likely be housed at the Mount Vernon replica at Liberty Village. So they're going to put their own fucking branded religious book into uh, <laughs> and why uh, why about what yeah oh i didn't tell you what the sites were going to be that they're going to have there oh, so no I, no it'll be it'll be quick it'll be quick uh it's going to have replicas of historical buildings including philadelphia's independence hall george washington's mount vernon home huh. are you gonna also have a replica of his slave breaking fucking house that he had that he had to take them to every couple of months because you weren't supposed to have people in bondage for a certain time longer and he would just take them away and then bring them back again yeah yeah george washington and his family were fucking ruthless slave beaters fuck all of them man saint john's church in richmond virginia where patrick henry delivered his famous give me liberty or give me death speech Blacksmith, they're going to have a blacksmith, a bakery, a cooper, print, and other shops will add to the project's colonial ambiance. Which makes me laugh because, like, every cartoon and show that I've ever seen where they go to any of these colonial parks, yeah, everybody makes it Uh seem like it is the dumbest shit that you can do. And it's just just grown-inducing, like, we used to make candles this way. You know, we used to dip the wick into the wax and make the candles bigger. In part, yeah. <laughs> like I've I've been to I've been to. There's got to be some good ones, of I've course. To, but well, I've I've been to I've been to a few of those. Um, it's like the, the Simpsons, where the rich them, school pays the extra money while the Springfield kids can't go in and see the good yeah. stuff. So, <laughs> like the, the majority of them are like set up. <laughs> Someone says, Joe offer. says, "What about a fudge shop?" <laughs> yeah, you need a fudge shop there. <laughs> the guys in chat are saying. <laughs> Sorry, step over. They didn't over you. have refrigeration. They couldn't do fudge, man. That, they didn't have a cold table you could make it on. It's just that's impractical. <laughs> so you got you got you got hot slurry chocolate. That's <laughs> like, although they did have open pl- your mouth. Although they did have plenty of sugar thanks to <laughs> the slaves. Yeah, uh, but uh, now I've been to a few of them. They're not. <laughs> they're not like titillating um and it's not quite as boring as like Booza, <laughs> we make used it to make be. candles yeah yeah but it's it's a lot more hear of ye, like hear a, ye guy fucking ringing the bell yeah it's not like <laughs> town it's not like it's not it's not like they're describing here 
No. It is not like a Renaissance festival <laughs> set in colonial times. No, this is them enshrining religion into a right. fucking colonial times. Like it, like it has everything to do with it. Right. The the most most of it is like, look, this is like old like colonial town, and this is where the candle maker shop was. Yeah. You guys want to see how they used to make some candles? Because I can show you. You guys want to see? Otherwise, you guys want to see a slaughterhouse? <laughs> <laughs> like that's where the blacksmith was. <laughs> this is where the printer was. You ever watch two grown men wrestling? Was. <laughs> this is where the bar was. This is where people sat around going, okay, well... We, this is the buggering building. <laughs> like, this is the building. This is the miscellaneous use building. Because everybody would go, it's like, okay, well, we've gone to the bar, the whorehouse, the print shop, the candle maker, and the blacksmith, and there's nothing else to do. So, now what? I don't know. D&D. <laughs> like, like, that's pretty much what they are. It's just like, hey... We're not just like preserving the buildings <laughs> and the sites. We're just saying like, yeah. this is also how they worked and what they were doing. It's not fucking like cosplay Renaissance Fair kind of <laughs> shit that they're trying. Are they going to have rides? Are they, have rides? <laughs> they better have a ride. <laughs> so uh, the ultra conservative ties for this group and religious views are concerning some historians, including a retired BYU history and American studies professor who is a um he is very much a mormon a devout lds saint he says here he said that god's role in america's creation had little to do with the founding fathers kneeling in prayer or invoking <laughs> god in speeches but rather with americans of vastly different backgrounds personal agendas and political views coming together to somehow against all odds form the and i'm not going to go into the jingoistic no, yeah. bullshit on that one but he says that I have strong feelings about the way the founding fathers and symbols of our uh, have been misused over the past few years to foster political movements and points of view with which I have no sympathy. He said, referring to the Trump movement and the flag waving insurgents who stormed the Capitol. Mm. It's a case of standing cherished uh, American symbols on their head, turning truths upside down, twisting meanings out of all proportion and coming up with the worst kind of deviousness and deception in the name of patriotism. There's another person that is a distinguished professor at the University of Utah, says has some of the same concerns. Eric Hinderaker says the founding fathers were not there in Philadelphia in 1776 or in Philadelphia in 1787 to talk about the place of God in public life. The Constitution says nothing about the place of God in public life. In fact, one of the most important anti-federalist arguments against the Constitution was that this new political establishment might create a new religious establishment. It was the concern that led to the First Amendment and the Bill of Rights, which guarantees that the government will not support a religious establishment and that religious liberty is enshrined in this document. So, and there's another one. Ben Park, associate professor of, uh, at Sam Houston State University, said... The movement to place God back into American life through a number of people who are arguing and saying that we need to return to our Constitution is ironic because the word God is not found in the Constitution. <laughs> so from the very start, this right wing evangelical push to resacralize America as God's country is a historical myth. He believes it's misguided for America's founders to be portrayed as Bible-toting, scripture-quoting, miracle-believing evangelists. He said there were many varying religious beliefs as there were founding fathers. Some were devout, others were not. Patrick Henry, Park said, falls in the former category. He was a devout, quasi-official evangelical who would have been fine with placing religion at the heart of the nation. But conversely, George Washington didn't pray, 
own his own Bible, or believe in the central tenets of Christianity. And as for Jefferson, another bright light in America's uh, revolutionary firmament, he was antagonistic towards organized religious principles. And so Park also dismisses Ballard's books, linking historical figures with the LDS saints, leaders and doctrines, calling the hypothesis trilogy a made up story. It strains credulity that someone can come in and look at these three diverse groups of people who have received more scholarly attention than maybe anyone else in American history. And this person can dive in and find a core truth that everyone else has overlooked. (laughs) 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 Oh, man. So. Such arguments, though, do little to dampen the believer's patriotic fervor about Liberty Village and United We Pledge's focus. Hurricane Mayor Nanette Billings foresees Liberty Village becoming a major tourist attraction like Mount Rushmore. Yeah, come on. That's about that's not one that I would an unfinished fucking thing for one and two built upon the ruins of a fucking religious place for Native Americans. Right. Oh, wait. Southern Utah. By and large, Mount Rushmore <laughs> is a major tourist attraction, not because it's anything super remarkable, <laughs> but because it's in a really, really beautiful part of the country. Yeah. Like, it's a gorgeous place to go. You, you go visit Mount Rushmore for like all of 15 minutes and you're like, cool. Me. <laughs> Okay. That's what South Dakota, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, it's fucking beautiful in South Dakota. Oh, yeah. it's gorgeous there. Like you go and, you and nobody lives there. <laughs> you go visit and you look at it and you go, neat. Yeah. What what else what else is there? Like, well, there's 37 abandoned gold mines over there. <laughs> there's uh native uh tribe lands over there and they've got you know, some stuff and they're doing their own thing. Trady posts uh, and non-duty <laughs> tobacco. There's, <laughs> there's, there's a national park over here and campgrounds and <sighs> all this other shit you can go see. And, uh, but there's an old town right down there <laughs> and there's like 37 people that live there, but they all own different restaurants and gift shops. So <laughs> it's like, there's more to Fucking do than look at the faces awesome on the mountain. <laughs> oh yeah, by the way, that uh, that one restaurant down there, yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's uh, it's it's a buffet, <laughs> and they serve nothing but bison. Fucking a! <laughs> like all I can eat bison ribs are you shitting me let's fucking go man it's like bringing up the Flintstones again where it's like the right. fucking Bronto burgers fuck know? that fuck the fuck the giant giant rock heads I, I, you tell me I can eat bison? <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. Come on. Usually costs three times as much as beef. And no shit. It's like five bucks. And why? Because all, all they have to do is walk out the back door and they're right there. They walk out the back door. It's livestock door, to them. They shoot the thing and they. It's all. Now, we do have bison you can get here in Utah as well. Oh, yeah, it's plentiful, plentiful here. Yeah, but yeah. it's it's one of those things where it's like if it's a more of a staple there than it is here. So. A bit. A bit. A bit. A bit. 
And it's all fucking price control. But anyway. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So Nanette (laughs) said, it will also draw constitutionally minded people from around our community who are going to come and invest their time and get re-educated, she said. No, it's not. Who is this person? Who is this person? Nanette Billings, the fucking mayor of Hurricane. Okay. That that (laughs) That explains a lot. And for his part, Levitt realizes that not everyone shares United We Pledge's views about the founders and the role of religion in American history. Then why are you trying to enshrine it? I just don't get, I get the why. They're fucking grifting. It's like, like I looked into it and there's like nothing terribly bad about these people that are running this. It's misguided. It's stupid. But it's just fucking more grifting it's, it's against grift, people that don't yeah. know any better. Well, it's it's Christian. There's Christian nationalism. Yeah. But other than other than some mild Christian nationalism, there's nothing. Bad. They're not going to change anybody like here no, on this show. No, no, they're no, not going to change most people that are already fucking on the other end of the spectrum. Just, you know, yeah, it's just it's just grifty Christian nationalism. That's <laughs> by selling them whole fruit and veggie pills. <laughs> Hey, while here, Look, do you want to tour the factory? You know, we have we have we have talked about <laughs> much worse, much much worse, much much worse. <laughs> Young living, this still hurts this my is, feelings. This is milk toast by by this consideration. Is, so. This is just this is just grifty <laughs> grift make. This is just grifty McGrift face Christian <laughs> nationalist. But that's sure. Like we can look at this and go. I guess they're mostly harmless. I mean, I think they don't want to be mostly harmless. But I think they want... Uh, there's got to be This more. is funny. Funny to be. There's got to be more to all of this. This is all... Given a week, I could have probably found some other dirt, like other groups that this Levitt or Levitt guy has run or the other people. I am... I'd be willing to bet that there are... There are ties that are not necessarily well concealed, but there are ties that are not... I'm sure it comes back to Mike Lee in a way or two. Yeah, they're they're not fully... Public. Yeah, this was this was me just fucking around on Wednesday and Thursday for like an hour and a half. You know, found all this, took screenshots, all that fun stuff. Yeah, but it's funny to me that Levitt said this, and this is going to be the parting words of this guy for this episode. Says, uh, "I would love you to introduce me introduce me to someone on the far left. We certainly certainly recognize that freedom of speech is available for all people on both sides of the aisle." We do need to do a better job of hearing people on the other side. There's no question. That sounds like a challenge. <laughs> sure. Felicia, you're not here, but you got homework. <laughs> <laughs> and she's not going to listen anyway, because no one listens when they're not here and they don't listen when they after they've been here. So <laughs> no, it's funny. Anyway, so that's all we got for these guys. I'm sure I could do more on them. In the f- I'm, I'm just waiting for them to do some truly heinous shit in the near future. With the fact that he's got Dinesh D'Souza and he's got Glenn Beck and Tim Ballard all roped in with this organization, there's going to be some shit that falls out of this. So as, as shitty as all of those guys are, and and they are all super shitty, they are all clever enough in their grit, their individual grifts, yep. to 
keep the shittiest parts at arm's length yep. or more. And also, we could just be catching these guys at the very beginning of the game. You oh, know? It's, that is entirely possible. That is entirely possible. They saw they saw dollar signs and yep. There's going to be a lynching at this place. I can just see it <laughs> I right just, now. I can't. <laughs> well, that's. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't mean Look, to be that guy, but they they there's only, the punch bowl, and I just turned it in it. There they, you go. They only <laughs> described they only described a few of the features of this right. of this American heritage. <laughs> theme park excuse me what about the witch burnings do you guys want to talk about those <laughs> that's uniquely american heritage <laughs> like, there's gonna be there's gonna be the, the witch witch burning attraction shit they're gonna attractions are these gonna be rides these should be rides there, there really should be a salem witch trials <laughs> maybe you know, trump will cru- drop by <laughs> crucible ride you know the crucible ride it's, hot, hot, it's hot. like it's like it's like it's like mr toadwell right <laughs> except it's all you know I, uh it's all it's all you know crucible salem witch trial theme i i um, made that joke at work the other day and at least one person got it <laughs> which, which, well because we were having a real shitty week at work uh-huh, with things breaking uh-huh. left and right and I was like, guys, this is we're just all riding Mr. Toad's Wild Ride. No one gets off. It it, it never ends. It never ends. And like one person was laughing because I think they got the reference. But <laughs> I'm sure other clowns like Stephen Miller, Jason Miller and General Flynn are going to visit, too. Yeah, especially if Ballard's a, a, attached to it. He's going to have all those fucking weirdos coming out. John McNaughton's probably going to donate a handful of portraits for this fucking place. And you know what? If it, if if they build it and it's actually there, I'll fucking go to it. I'll convince the mother-in-law to pay for the price to go to this place too. Just like we got the VIP package at the fucking Mormon Polynesian Center. If <laughs> if it actually opens, <laughs> fuck yeah, it's like four and a half hours away. We could do that in a weekend. Yeah, it, well, no, it's more. It takes more than that to get down there. Yeah. It's not that long. It's like it's not that long. Yeah. But it's stay the night at least, you know. Well, fuck yeah. Yeah. I'm not gonna drive back fucking there and back. That's yeah. the worst. And I'm, I'm sure it's fucking not gonna I mean, stay the night in the area. There is no fucking way. I will visit <laughs> I will I will visit. Even if they build a hotel for this thing, I am not staying oh, I in, the stay American, in the hotel. <laughs> the American Heritage Hotel. It'll what? be a Marriott. <laughs> No, it'll be a goddamn Marriott, and you know it, <laughs> guys. the The Marriott hotel chain is ran by Mormons, so just <laughs> they are. But I don't know that. They but they have are. lots of porn. Still, like, they're pretty fucking good hotel chain. They are. They, I'm not as, bitching about as far it. as hotel chains go. I don't know if they would associate themselves with this. Probably, but not. they're also a fucking business and they're like you want a hotel we have hotels you want a hotel? <laughs> they've got yeah. ones nearby that you can go to <laughs> yeah just don't don't let the sun catch don't let the sun go down on your ass and hur- <laughs> and hurricane guys and again it's hurricane not hurricane <laughs> it's not god damn it, it sounds like we're shitty it's not a bad town no like it is no it's actually not a bad town if you're white I'm just fucking around. Just because that's just because just because everybody that lives there, it, it's a small. <laughs> it's a small town in Utah. It is a small town. 
It is a small town <laughs> on the border of a few national parks. It's, we'll it's just, fine. We'll get we'll but, get a bunch of other local outcast people that know us, and we'll we'll go down and just fucking pub crawl the place. <laughs> Have right. our camelbacks full of wine, and we'll do it that way. <laughs> There's a liquor store nearby. <laughs> well, I'm <laughs> like it's in my safe places. <laughs> well, because it's not. <laughs> I think that might be a town small enough is... where they can sell it at the general store there, you know. Uh no. Not the one not, not like the one they have up in Ephraim, right? Where it's such a small town they can't even open a liquor store there because there's not enough people. But anyway, mm. <laughs> Kyle's looking it up. Mm. <laughs> mm. It's close enough to I don't think close enough to the border <laughs> you can just go to Lee's. <laughs> I mean, it's like an additional hour, I mean, but it'd, yeah, it'd be like an hour because it's, it's not on. OK, um, <laughs> no shit. All of the like, like all the cities, yeah, all the cities in this state are on the interstate. Yes, <laughs> they're all on, you know, Interstate 15 or I-80 or 70 yep. or 80. That's it. Oh, that's there are a few offshoots here and there they're few and far between few and far between uh hurricanes one of them it's not on the interstate it's it's a ways off kind of like moab is mm -hmm. so it takes longer to get there um <laughs> it's not a big town I don't see a liquor store there no. <laughs> all right so before we leave for the week that's all we got for this one guys I want to give a people a bit of something they can do some homework or you know something that you just want to share with people for other ones to get to know you a little bit better anything you want to share with people like I, as far as like things they can consume or watch or do or i don't know this is the part where i just give us a chance to talk about something we might have watched and you should watch it too i if if you if you haven't watched the orville yep go watch the orville it's really really good um ms marvel's been delightful <laughs> it started off a little bit kind of it was fun, but it like it got kind of like okay, this is for this is for teenage kids, and I'm like that's fine, I, and I'm not it's against not, it. It's still, it's still, but it did get a lot better, is what I'm saying. The last like three episodes were solid. You yeah, know? It, it that it was a it was a delightful show. Yeah, for, take it for what it is. It is, and for all you people that are bitching about her stretchy powers, they kind of get there. You know, that's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> there were reasons they had to do things. That, and also VFX is fucking expensive and it's easier to do sparkly stuff no. instead of like flesh colored, make it look right. You know? I'm telling you if they had, if they would have done the stretchy power, it would have looked stupid. It would have, it would have looked, it would have looked stupid because every it fantastic would... four movie that I've ever seen, anytime Mr. Fantastic does his thing. And I'm like, eh, that's weird. Uncanny, Kenny Valley bullshit right there. It... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It would have, it would have looked, God damn it, I have one single complaint about Ms. Marvel. She did not at any one point in time say Embiggen. <laughs> and I'm sorry, but that is an integral part of her character. <laughs> just, just like the Jersey Girl part. Yes. <laughs> God <sighs> damn it. Celia, no, it, it does it is not stupid. It is some of the best sci-fi you you'll ever watch. So are so one thing one thing you have to keep in mind about the about the Orville is uh, this is its third season third season right now the first two seasons um 
it's it's a sitcom. It is it there, is essentially a, a sci-fi sitcom. When it hits time. season two, it has some thinky episodes. They like, have there's the one where the 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 community's living within the world created mm-hmm. inside the spaceship, which is the one of the most atheistic fucking episodes I've ever seen in my oh, life. Yeah. You know, they, they were they were doing some pushing. It's it's an it's a show that has that evolved. Yeah, and once once Fox was sold to Disney. And the Orville found a new home with uh, Hulu. Yep. And and Disney. <laughs> so. And Disney. They had a lot more. One, they had more budget. They had uh, more flexibility. I heard Orville season one was terrible, which turned me away. It's not. Just give it a shot. Just give it a shot. It's it's it's, del- it's funny. It's delightful in a lot of episodes. It's just it's, yeah. It's actually, don't take it seriously. You know. Uh, think about like if Star Trek was. Uh, if if if, the, if, if you start, judged all Star Trek on the very first two episodes of Next Generation, if you judged all <laughs> Encounter Star- at Farpoint, man, <laughs> yeah, yeah, essentially. Um, but it, it, yeah, if you imagine the Star Trek universe inhabited by real people that from have today, pop culture references, that, too, so. you know, yeah, it's that's that's kind of what you would get, and it's it's funny. It's the first two seasons. The first season is just a just a comedy just a straight comedy second season is is a funny good solid sci-fi rob lowe's in it i loved his character wasn't <laughs> <laughs> it he was the one in the first episode that just jizzed everywhere yeah that's yep. right yeah okay <laughs> yep 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 after you finish rewatching attack on titan well, cool. Watch that one. Uh, let's see. I started watching an anime this week, and of course, it's always anime because there's all there's so much shit that do I've you missed watch out on. Nothing else. I do, I've watched plenty of other things. <laughs> I I'm on that last episode of Next Generation. I mean, not Next Generation of uh, Strange New Worlds. I caught up on all that this week. Mm-hmm. That's a good fucking show, guys. That is a really good solid show. Um, Christopher Pike. I, I'm glad they finally gave that actor something that he could actually show his chops in because I was afraid with him on the Eternals that he was it was gonna suck. You know, and that show did suck. And he nearly lost what? his career from it. The Eternals? Or the... Not the Eternals. What the fuck was it? It was the Marvel series where he was Black Bolt. Oh, oh, Immortals. Immortals. Immortals? Yeah. Eternals. Oh, Eternals was the one with the uh, yeah. the, the robots made by the god yeah. bot. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, my bad. My bad. Other way around. With him playing Black Bolt, like, you, you took away his best part of him, which is his fucking charm. He's a fucking charming-ass mm-hmm. guy. Mm-hmm. With the most quaffed hair Inhumans, I've ever thank seen you, in my Bob. life. Inhumans, thank you. <sighs> Immortals. <laughs> None of them I sounded don't... right. <laughs> because nobody fucking watched it. And I love that, I'm not going to spoil it, but you know, the Terrigen Mist thing is not a thing in current Marvel MCU. <laughs> they tried to get there, but it just it just didn't... They didn't have. They didn't have. They didn't have the IP they needed. Yeah. They didn't have. They the foundation they needed. They couldn't compare it to the other thing because right. they didn't have. They didn't own that yet. So yeah. Right. Right. But it's okay because. <laughs> yes, it was terrible. Of, instead of doing the inhuman Terrigen mist, it's <laughs> uh, it's mutations. Yep. Uh, that's. That's, and you know I'm, it is because, I am because I just love that little that. stinger that they played of music and I'm like, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, Miss yeah, Marvel was yeah, good. Um, so I'm watching a, a anime called Erased, which yeah. is is pretty good so far. I've only 
caught the first episode and uh Arduin in our on our Discord is like, fuck you for making me watch this. Because it is so good. It is so good. Fuck you. Yeah. you know, I'm like, yeah. fine, we're even now, finally. But like the 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 show starts off as a think of it like Groundhog Day, but mm-hmm. not the same rules. Okay. Guy his whole life had a traumatic traumatic childhood experience where like two of his friends in mm-hmm. school got murdered by a uh kid capturing and murdering kind of person. Right. And he's made it through life. He just kind of forgot a lot about his past and everything because fucking trauma does that to you. Mm-hmm. And, and they don't play it heavy or anything like that. But he's just an adult. And throughout his entire life, he's noticed times where, like, time will reset itself. Like, mm-hmm. he just he just lived, like, five minutes. Yeah. And it'll come back and he'll be like, okay, what did I miss? What did I not catch last time? Because it does this every time I need to help somebody or some kid needs helping or something like that. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of this happens in this the one time that he doesn't actually help anybody with it it ends in his mother's demise because they found a murdering guy that like they made the guy feel uncomfortable great fucking episode and so when it finally happens and he does a flashback it's much further back like 17 years back now so he's like in 1988 japan and uh up in it's it's fucking fantastic so far right because I don't know if you guys knew this, but like, could you remember what seat you sat in when you went to school? <laughs> like on a certain year of your life, I couldn't fucking remember what seat I sat in. <laughs> and I, so there's, there's a whole little bit of that where the teacher's like, get in your seat. And he goes to sit in the seat and they're like, it's not your seat, dummy. <laughs> but <laughs> it's, it's charming and it's good. And I, I'm pulling for the main character because you want to see the good things happen. But everybody said like, just gird yourself. So. Good show. I, I suggest everybody go check that out. It's on Crunchyroll. Might be other places. I don't. I don't know. <laughs> and if you don't yeah. want to watch that, just go watch Castlevania because Castlevania is a fucking banger. I love that show. <laughs> that about does her. Wraps her all up. And it was a pretty good story, don't you think? Made me laugh to beat the band. Parts anyway. I guess that's the way the whole darn human comedy keeps perpetuating itself down through the generations, westward the wagons, across the sands of time until we... Oh, look at me. I'm rambling again. Well, I hope you folks enjoyed yourselves. Catch you later on down the trail. Say, friend, get any more of that good sass for real? Uh, anyway, so All let's right. see. We got uh, at Utah Outcast. You can find me on Twitter. Uh, fi- also find me uh, on Twitch is at Mr. Excremento. I haven't streamed in the last couple of weeks because been doing dad stuff and <laughs> trying to get back into the swing of doing the show. And it takes a good ramping up period to get back into it. So I feel like I've got a good, uh, good base level now. Now I know what work needs to be done on what day. Six weeks break was nice. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta say, not having to do anything was great. You can find Kyle at Kyle J. Steenblick and you could see his daily affirmations. <laughs> or somewhat. Until I forget. Until, <laughs> until I forget to do them. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> so, anyway, with that, folks, thank you everyone for your support. We really appreciate it. We're gonna go jump off and do a, a brief <laughs> patron show because this one went on a little bit longer. Um, thank you for your support. You can find us there. You can check out old live streams, all that good stuff. Shoot us an email or a text. That's a three, four, seven, six, six, nine, three, three, seven, seven. Or you can also email us, like I said, a uh, mailbag at utahoutcast.com or any of our individual names at utahoutcast.com. They, they forward to our personal emails. So anyway, that means three ninety is in the can. 
And remember, everyone, you're welcome. Yeah, go fuck yourself. <laughs> Nicely. Nicely.